Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Super glad that you are tuning in for an episode today. This is a conversation, get this, this is with one of my fat loss fast track clients, a busy working mom who has lost 100 pounds in the last year, primarily by changing her diet. She's worked out on and off. But the driver of her results has been the golden rules of carbs and fat loss and journaling. Those have been the two big things that have really driven her 100-pound weight loss in the last year while being a busy working mom. In today's episode, we talk a little bit about the changes that she's made to get these results, and she talks about the golden rules of carbs and fat loss and how... The golden rules, which I detail in episode 195 of the podcast, I'll link that up in the show notes, but how focusing on that made this attempt at weight loss more successful and also easier and more consistent when compared to all of her past attempts. We talk about what to do when the idea of going to the gym is harder than actually going and how you can get over that little hump. And we talk about how to stop using food as a reward and how to, once and for all, get rid of food guilt, food shame, beating yourself up over choices that you've made and how that can really hold you back. We talk about specific strategies for moving away from that. And I'm sharing this episode primarily because Her story is unreal. 100 pounds in a year for anybody is phenomenal. But when I think about doing that as a busy working mom, it just blows my mind. And I'm also telling you that because she is one of my fat loss fast track clients, and we talk a little bit about that in the episode. But the last fat loss fast track of the year kicks off on Sunday, October the 1st. And I will be opening up registration, which is available first come, first serve, because space is limited. I do cap the number of people because I want to make sure I can help everybody. I'll be opening up registration on September 14th to the wait list. So if you are not on the wait list yet, I'm going to link it up in the show notes, but you can go to primalpotential.com forward slash wait fall. That's W-A-I-T-F-A-L-L, primalpotential.com forward slash wait fall to get on the wait list for the last fat loss fast track of the year. Or you can just go over to the show notes on primalpotential.com and you will see the links there. But it kicks off on October the 1st and I will open up 
pre-registration to the waitlist only on September the 14th. So I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. We start talking about the changes that she has made to create this 100-pound weight loss, and then we get into what's hard, what she's struggling with now, and some solutions for really overcoming those things. Hope you enjoy the episode. I'll see you guys on the other side. I want you to tell me what's been going really well for you and what you feel really proud of. And the reason I want to start with that is because if we pay attention to those things, they can really help us understand the approach to take where you feel like it's hard or where you feel like you're struggling a little bit. So kind of bring me up to speed with some of the more specifics. I obviously know from a high level that you have been crushing life and transforming in massive ways, but tell me what's been going really well specifically, the changes you feel really proud of and good about. The biggest ones are my food choices. Okay. Um, I'm going to say sticking with the golden rules. I'm going to say close to 90% of the time. And it's, and it's, it's been because it what's made, it's what makes me feel my best. When you say that the golden rules make you feel better, you feel better when you're kind of eating in that way. Feel better how? Um, more energy. Less, more energy, less tired, less moody. Um... That was kind of one of my motivations for even starting the process was I was just tired of feeling tired and tired of feeling kind of sick and lethargic and basically just kind of melting on my couch and I wanted more energy and I wanted to feel better. Yeah, I totally agree with you on the moody thing. And I think that gets overlooked a lot. Like people think of food choices and food changes to be about like fat loss and weight loss. Right. But I am... 10 times more emotional and more snarky yeah. when I am eating sugar and my I'm like a different person. <laughs> right. Well, for me, a lot of times it would be, you know, and, and if you think about like on heavy days or just when people eat more than they normally do and how kind of tired they are mm-hmm. afterwards and on holidays, you know what, you can take a nap. But on a Tuesday afternoon with a two-year-old and four-year-old, you can't. So... It was just, I felt as though I was, I was getting beat and I was just, I couldn't keep up and I was like, all right, well, let me give this a try. And I started with breakfast and just kind of, that was the first step. And I saw how long I could stay full. You you have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. I do. How has this changed the weight loss, the way you've changed the way you're eating? I mean, a hundred pounds would transform everybody's life, but have you noticed any impact that it's had on your parenting oh 100 percent, 110 percent um I and, I and I feel like a lot of it comes probably from um a lot of the things that we do in the fat loss fast track where before it kind of felt like everything was rushed everything was an emergency even if it wasn't an emergency when I would get hungry it was a crisis um <laughs> And with my kids, it would be very easy to kind of be like, no, you know, we can't do X, Y, and Z, uh, you know, because we have this and this. And it always felt very hectic. And it doesn't feel like that anymore. Um, it's almost as though things have kind of, I'm much more patient with them. And things have definitely calmed down. Uh, as far as, you know what, we'll get to it when we get to it. And I just try to enjoy them more. Yeah. It's really interesting because so many people, especially moms, say 
I, I can't prioritize myself or I can't take care of myself or I can't invest this energy because I have the low right. ones. And I think that because we focus so much on the weight loss side of it and we don't focus on the mood side of it, they don't yeah. realize that it makes parenting easier. Well, absolutely. I, I, I felt almost every day like I could take a nap at around one or two o'clock, you know, almost at like clockwork. And it was right after around lunchtime and I would try to get a coffee in as quickly as I could, but I couldn't keep up with them and they want to go to the park or go play or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I was just, I just wanted to put on another movie and, you know, I was tired. Um, so definitely with the food choices, it's just easier to keep up. I can run around with my kids now where before I really couldn't. Yeah. So that's amazing. absolutely. Now you have obviously made changes to the way that you eat and, and that drives results. But I would guess and tell me if I'm wrong that you had tried to lose weight before without this degree of consistency and discipline and success. What's different? I have done everything. Watchers, I've done the 21 day fix. Uh, I've done it all. And uh, this, I would say probably it's, it's, it's almost hard to say, um, but it's really not. I feel as though maybe sticking to the golden rules has helped keep things uh, level. So I'm not riding the roller coaster where before, you know what, if I wanted to have a donut for breakfast, you could fit that in on Weight Watchers or whatever the case may be. And then it made it harder during the rest of the day to keep up or even the next day because those those cravings and you're riding the, um, the sugar, the insulin roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. So um, kind of sticking with that has made it easier and practicing saying, you know what, not right now. If I really want this later, I'll have it later. Uh, and sometimes I do. And sometimes, you know what, I'll have a bite or two and be like, okay, is that as good as I hope? Is it still going to be good? And if I want to finish it, I can. But usually it's not. You know, usually it's better in my head. You know, cabbage, cabbage bowls in the morning and just help keep me full. Because before I felt like I was always hungry. And um, I, ever, I know you have said where you ate, you know, fat-free jello and you would eat that all day um and it was kind of it was kind of like that where it's like okay well what can I eat right now because I'm hungry where I don't have that as much anymore there's a lot of the time where I'm not hungry yeah I think a lot of people don't realize that that's possible that like you can by changing what you eat you're not just getting so disciplined that you power through it you're making right. it easier because you're just not that hungry, but you've got to do the consistent work to experience that because when you do have the donut and then you say, oh, yeah. I'll do better later, you're only making it harder because you have more hunger and you have more cravings and you're exhausted and you're yep. irritable and the mood stability that comes from eating well not only makes you happier, but it makes choices that much easier. A, a lot of the times when that donut is in front of me, I, I, I don't ask myself if this is going to taste good, but am I, how am I going to feel after I eat this, like, physically, you know? Am I going to be tired and grumpy, and, and is that worth it versus, like, the weight? Is the weight worth it? Um, but it's more about, and I know it's kind of like a snowball effect, you know, because even though I have that donut, I'm still going to be dealing with the sugar cravings and all the other things that come along with it down the road. So is, is breaking 
what I'm doing worth it? And usually it's not. Sometimes it is. And what you said in terms of better in your head, that is so powerful when we understand that a lot of the pleasure from food is not from the food itself. It's from the anticipation, from saying, okay, and then planning it out and looking forward to it. That almost always has more of a thrill factor than the two and a half minutes it takes to eat it. Absolutely. For some reason, ice cream, always. I always in my head think it's going to be the best thing ever. And then I like, I get close to it or I have a bite. And I'm like, I mean, it's good. It's ice cream. It's, it's not the best thing ever. Though. It's not the best thing I've ever eaten. Right. It's really the, the chemical surge that comes from the reward center of your brain going, oh, yes, I get to have this. Not, not as much from the taste on your taste buds. It, it was a big jump. Something that I that I had to learn was, and I know, and I know you've talked about it, but like a lot of my, I'm going to say my happiness or the highlight of my day, in a sense, for a while was food. And so, you know, some people, when you feel like you're you're missing out because, oh, I'm not going to get that special treat, you have to replace it with other things, like doing something special with with your kids or your family or. Treating yourself to, I mean, for me, it's like a shower, but, or getting your nails done or whatever. Um, How did you make that shift to say, you know what? I cannot continue to live a life where the high point of my day is food. Cause that's a tough shift to make. I've made it too. And I'm, I'm, I am not surprised that that's been a big part of your success. Cause it's kind yeah. of critical to make that, that turn. But especially because you're a busy mom how did you, in practice, make that happen? I think there you had you had a podcast, you had an episode where it was like the the why the why is it that you're making some of the choices that you're making, and are you lonely, and like kind of asking yourself these questions. So when I would find myself in you know going to reach for something at what I'm not when I know I'm not hungry and it's just for a treat. It was like, why? And sometimes at, you know, certain times it was, it would be, you know, I took the kids to a doctor's appointment and it was exhausting and I'm treating and And I've heard this before where I'm not a dog. I don't need to get a treat because I did something that's part of being an adult, you know? Um, so I, I would find other things to do to kind of treat myself. And even if that was, I would, I would go to a a new, a different grocery store. I would go to the nicer grocery store instead of the one I normally went to and pick something out there special for dinner. If I wanted to, to make it special or, um, a lot of the things, one of the things I've kind of gotten more into is traveling, you know, having those experiences and having those memories with, with my family as a, something to have to, to make me happier. It's tough. I think when we get to a point where things are going really well, sometimes it's, there's not as much motivation to address the things that could make things even easier. The areas that are still harder, still a struggle that if we could create the same degree of success there as we have in other areas, everything gets exponentially easier. So what for you right now is a challenge, is a struggle, or doesn't feel as good as the areas where you're just cruising through? I, I've noticed, especially recently, some of the, the mind, like the diet mindset mentality kind of creeps up on me. And it's things that I've kind of been programmed with for so long, 
where I'll have something that doesn't feel like I should be having it, you know, or this feels like I'm making a bad choice when, um, you know, it's nothing to beat myself up over if I really want. And normally it's like a potato. It's not even anything really bad, you know, it's not a cupcake or I mean, not that that's really bad, but, um, you know, it's, it's normal foods that sometimes the whole, you know, you can't have this, you can't have that. And I have to like, but you can, you can have it, you know, watch your portion and watch how often you have it and, and you're okay. Um, and with that mindset, I'm, I'm not really exercising right now. Um, and I feel like I should be, I, and that's a struggle for me, even though, I know that I I am getting movement, and it's just not that typical, you know, go to the gym for, I'm going to say an hour, not, not that I would ever do that, but, um, you know, it's not that typical exercise that you kind of go along with losing weight. Right. One thing that I think is a powerful, powerful approach, if done ideally, is completely stripping away any and all emotion related to food. Now that doesn't mean stripping away any and all enjoyment. I don't mean that at all. But judging any food as good or bad because of the food itself, right? Like if we had a table with, you know, a bunch of vegetables over here, some chicken over here, some cupcakes over here, a bowl of popcorn over here, and we're challenging ourselves to label them as good or bad. I think we could all do that. Right. But moving away completely from that classification where in and of itself a food is good or bad. And instead, it's all based on how does this make me feel? Right. Right? So there's nothing wrong with cupcake. Cupcakes are delicious and they're fun and they're cute and they're creative. But it's not about yes, this is good because it's, you know, fat loss friendly or no, this is bad because it's not fat loss friendly. The only qualification we're worried about with a food is how does it make us feel? And that could mean physically, it could mean mentally, it could mean in terms of energy, hunger, cravings, fat loss, anything in between. But that is all there is. When we use any of our emotional energy on like, oh, I shouldn't have had that. Oh, why did I do that? All we are doing is hanging out in the past, where the place where we can affect change and make progress and make ourselves proud is right here, right now. And I just um, published a blog right before uh, we chatted uh, earlier this evening about my weekend and, you know, Labor Day weekend and I had alcohol and I had ice cream and I had these little like pie bite thingies that my mom made. Um... And somebody had emailed me and said, you know, do you ever slip up? And I was like, okay, I know what you mean. You mean, do I ever indulge? And you are wondering if there's a negative connotation there. I do indulge. There is no negative connotation and I don't slip up because I'm fully in control of every single choice I make and food is not good or bad. Even if I make a series of choices that don't make me feel good, like I did this weekend, I'm I'm more than that. Life is more than that. And to your point about not turning to food to meet needs like loneliness or boredom, the same is true about using our emotional energy on food to begin with, you know? And that, just like the golden rules and just like 
not turning to food because you had a stressful appointment with the kids or whatnot, the emotional energy put into food and, and turning away from that and moving away from that is a practice. Anytime yeah. you feel yourself feeling like, oh, I shouldn't have had that, tell yourself, I'm not getting emotional about food. And any type of frustration or disappointment is emotional reaction to something that is not emotional, right? And it can be delicious and enjoyable without being emotional. And the redirect there is, all right, if I did something and my emotional reaction is because it didn't make me feel great, well, what's the next choice I can make to make myself feel great? And maybe that is, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to have my dinner be, you know, super fat loss friendly or foods that make me feel my very best. The redirect is that emotional reaction is just my sort of pattern of behavior telling me I did something that doesn't make me feel my best. So the only thing I can do about it now is start right now making myself feel better. And that solution will look different. For me over the weekend, because there was just a bunch of emotional stuff going on, it was, you need to go to bed. Yeah. Like, and can, can I say, that was such a big moment for me. I don't know why, but there was, there was always a time where it would be like 9 p.m., the kids would be asleep, and maybe it was just like my own quiet time, and I would eat. Mm-hmm. And it was because I, and I was tired. Yeah. So I, you said it one time where you're like, just go to bed. And I was like, what? You can just go to bed when you're tired? <laughs> like, like, it was this big re- revelation instead of being exhausted all the time yeah. to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. I was talking to somebody and it didn't have anything to do with food. But we were talking about trying to get to bed at a more reasonable time. And we were talking about relationships and communication. And I said... No serious conversations need to happen after sunset. Yeah. And and I honestly feel like no food choices need to be made after sunset. No. Because in the light of day, when we're freshly rested, we would make very, very different choices. And it's no wonder that people feel like they crush the first half of the day and then they disappoint themselves in the second half of the day. The reality is the fewer choices we can make, and it's not that you're telling yourself no, and you said that was a strategy for you at other times of the day, like, if I really want this later, I can have it. Using that in the evening, I'm not making a decision tonight on food. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk myself into yes. I'm not going to talk myself into no. I am firmly in the camp of I'm not going in there to do that because I'm not making food decisions tonight. Yeah. I'm tired and I need to rest. And I think that, you know, the more that you apply that, okay. The emotion is just a sign that I did something that doesn't make me feel my best. So I can't fix it. Like I can't go backwards and undo it. But what I can do is make a choice right now that helps me make my feel my makes me feel my best. And then the other thing is knowing when you are most likely to make those choices and really saying to yourself, okay, how can I take care of myself in this moment? That's what I really, really want to give myself something I need. And I'm just going to look at what that really is. Is it a five-minute walk? Is it a cup of coffee? Is it a nap or going to bed early or, you know, being silly and having a dance party just to kind of remove some of the tension and redirect everybody's focus? Now, as for the exercise, I totally agree that it can accelerate fat loss, and I think that it is just a good thing in general. You want to talk about taking your mood to the next level, that will certainly do it. 
And what we know of your success with nutrition changes is it was kind of like one small guideline, the the golden rules, right? Pretty much. And getting consistent with that. So, and I've recommended this recently to somebody else. What if you have just one small guideline that isn't your end point? It's just your starting point, right? And sometimes we panic like, that's not enough. It's just a starting point that right. you do five minutes of intentional movement every day, no matter what. And it's not at the gym. It's a very, very intentionally not at the gym. But whether that is five minutes alternating body weight squats and push-ups, or it's five minutes of going up and down your stairs, or it's five minutes of walking outside, it doesn't matter. But it's intentional five minutes, and that happens every single day. That sort of thing is going to get you in touch with your body enough to, it's going to make you itch to go to the gym. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a great, great idea, idea because, because I don't, just the thought, I, and, I, and, and this is kind of the, the where I struggle, just the idea, and I, I, I wasn't at this place before, but the, the thinking about going to the gym is almost worse than going to the gym. Just the thought process of, oh, you know, what am I going to, and part of it is, um, I don't know what, what to do, you know, what to do to kind of help with things, and um, I, I feel lost at the gym versus you know, whatever. So I think just five minutes of intentional movement, squats, push-ups, or whatever, that's, that'd be perfect. Yeah. And then once you've done that consistently for two weeks, shoot me an email and we will have a conversation about a really easy, fast, and effective, and sort of beginner level way to move at the gym that you feel really comfortable and confident about. Okay. But for right now, just get that established as a priority, as a part of who you are and how you operate. Five minutes of intentional movement every day. And I would suggest doing it, uh, I mean, obviously, priority number one is do it at a time when you can do it, right? As opposed right. to saving it to when it's just too crazy. But I would recommend, if you can, doing it when your energy is the lowest. Okay. Because it's going to generate energy. Like one of the right. things I do, because I hit that sort of afternoon wall every once in a while. And if I just do five minutes of movement, I feel like a new person. Awesome. Well, I'm just so impressed by you and proud of you. And I'd love to ask you one final question because you have obviously been crushing the fat loss fast track. And even before that, obviously, you were really making some significant changes. If somebody that you were talking to was on the fence about investing in themselves and investing in the fat loss fast track, given your experience, what would be your two cents to them? I would say to do it if you're willing to do the work. Mm -hmm. um, I think that everyone has probably done something where they sign up and they're like, yeah, this is, this is it. This is what, and then you don't do anything with it. And it's almost like you don't just sign up and it works. You, what, what you put in and you say that's what you put in. And, um, you just have to be willing to, and it's not, I'm not going to say it's not hard. It's baby steps, but it, they, it's the snowball effect and it pays off. And, you know, when you start doing it, all of a sudden it comes a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And then you start something else and then that gets a little easier. And, um, a lot of the stuff I got from the fat loss fast track, I would say has helped with things that aren't weight loss related. And I know others have said that too. Um, just being coming from a place of gratitude and 
um, being more, I want to say at peace, but just calm. Um, and people who are in the Fallout Fast Track, something that kind of held me back initially, because I think I first started listening somewhere in December, and I maybe I missed a January sign-up, I don't remember, but something that held me back in the beginning was um, the, I'll say the Facebook group, but the other people who were doing it with me, you know, the other people in the group of the Fallout Fast Track. But everyone comes from such different places, you know, some people are just starting out, and some people are way ahead of the game, and running marathons or whatever, um, that you kind of, you have a little bit of everybody and it makes for a really great group and everyone is supportive or they can be helpful or share a tip or whatever. Um, but I would tell someone to do it. I mean, if they're, yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much. And again, I am just beyond words impressed by your consistency and your determination your results are incredible, but more than the weight loss, just just your determination to keep finding solutions that work for you. I'm just incredibly grateful. Well, uh, I can I cannot thank you enough because I there's no doubt in my mind, and I know I said this in the email. There's no doubt in my mind that I would not be where I am right now if it wasn't for you and the podcast and the Fellows Fast Track and all the tools that you have kind of given us. Um, and one of the big things that I would say that, you know, when you ask what's different this time is one of the things definitely is while in the back of my mind, I kind of think, oh, you know, what if I gain the weight? I'm not going to regain the weight, you know, like this is a lifelong solution and this isn't a quick fix where tomorrow I'm going to go back to all my other stuff. Yeah. Um, or the way it was because I'm happy with the way things are right now and how everything is. Yeah. So thank you. It's my pleasure. It's honestly such a joy to be a small part of your journey. And I'm really excited to kind of see how you continue to take care of yourself and take care of your family. And I'm just really grateful that you were willing to share a little bit of it with me today. So thank you so, so much. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I know I did. And it was just a great reminder of the power of simple consistency. She really is focused on one thing. She hasn't been militant about it, and she's lost 100 pounds in a year. It is spectacular, and I'm just, I couldn't be more proud. So big shout out to her for sharing her story and just for the incredible story in and of itself. If you guys want to take advantage of the final Fat Loss Fast Track of 2017, definitely make sure you are on the wait list, primalpotential.com forward slash wait fall. That's primalpotential.com forward slash W-A-I-T-F-A-L-L, or I'll link it up in the show notes over on primalpotential.com. Registration opens up on October, the no, it kicks off on October the 1st, excuse me, but registration will open up to the wait list on September 14th. Wanted to ask you guys one last question before we say goodbye, and that is, How's it going on Thrive Market? I have in the past few episodes shared with you some of my favorite foods and snacks that I'm getting from Thrive Market because I realized how much I was saving there. Uh, Things like the coconut butter squeeze packs and uh, let's see what else. Their coconut oil, the Primal Kitchen Chipotle Lime Mayo, which I am obsessed with and I eat that every single day in so many different ways and it's 
7.45 or something on Thrive Market versus 13 something on Amazon and 10 bucks at Whole Foods. And I shared with you guys uh, just a couple days ago about my favorite skincare products and how much cheaper they are through Thrive Market than through the manufacturer's site. So I want to know, I've got another order to place. What are your favorites? What are you ordering from Thrive Market? What have you found and fallen in love with? I love the coconut wraps if you're looking for a replacement for tortillas. I love the Artisana coconut butter squeeze packs. Obviously, the Primal Kitchen Chipotle Lime Mayo is a major staple for me. What is it that you guys are loving? Let me know. And don't forget, if you have not yet bought anything through Thrive Market, the first time you do, make sure you use the URL thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential because that way you'll get free shipping on that first order. You'll save 25% on that first order and you will get a free 30-day membership. But more than that, let me know what you are loving because I need to place an order and I want to know what your favorites are. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. Hey Houston, Khan's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building. Visit Khan's today and find out what invincible feels like.